Shut up and sit down. Fire noise. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, so we'll get the hang of this to where so we won't have to deal with this bullshit on YouTube. Um, but what is going on, everybody? What is going on? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 96 of The Brady Bunch. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And this week we also have a special guest, Mike from Talking Pops. How's it going? How's it going? Hey, everybody hey. doing good? What is yeah. up, Mike? Thanks, thanks for, for having uh, me. Yeah, thanks for hanging out, man. No problem. No, it's it, not super late or anything. We're cool. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> it's, only it's only midnight. Right? It's, 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 on. only, yeah. it's only tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's already, it's, you know, we always talk about Saturday night. No, you guys are live on Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It's going to be dope. This is going to be a good time. Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a, it's gonna be a good time. It's gonna be oh yeah, it's gonna be a really good time. Um, so now, like I said, we are in our our second week of dealing with the changeover from from Google Hangouts. So this week we have our lovely Brady Bunch theme going on. So it's a uh, it's kind of exciting. Uh, this uh, I actually don't mind this 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 exact format because I said it looks like we're all one big happy family, which we are. We're a big happy <laughs> podcasting family. But you know what, guys, it's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. It's been a week. What did we do this week, guys? Uh, let's see. What did we do? We went on an adventure. Does that count? You just sounded like the Hobbit. We're going on an adventure. <laughs> We're going on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was kind of the point, fucker. God damn. Uh, yes, we went on an adventure as the STS guys. Uh, except for Jeremy, since he was far, far away. Uh, we all decided to uh, go out and check out a local con, which is always a good thing. We went to uh, the Game On Expo here in Phoenix, so video game convention. Uh, to, uh, I know I, I got some thoughts about it. I know Larry Larry does. I want to start. Nate, this was your first time going to the Game On Expo, right? So I, I kind of want to get from you. What, what, what was your takeaway? Kind of describe some of it there. So uh, being an avid video game fan of my youth, it was really cool seeing all the arcade machines, uh, all the pinball machines. Um, it's, that's definitely the thing that pops out the most when you walk in there because you can just hear all the games playing and everybody's surrounding. And um, we went, and that's like the first place that we went. We started playing X-Men four-player. We got Ian and Larry and me and Scott, and we're playing X-Men. And that was just a lot of fun. So... I mean, if you are a video game lover, this con is definitely for you. Um, it's got video game vendors. It's got all kinds of stuff like arcade machines. Like I said, pinball machines. It's got artists from the uh, you know industry. They even have voice actors. Uh, shout out to Scott. I don't want to steal his thunder, but he's got a really cool story about a voice actor he met today. Yeah. Um, I'll, so, I'll, oh yeah, we'll, we'll go through that, Nate, because that was yeah. that was actually pretty cool. They had a. I, I don't know if you guys made it over there, but they have an entire like room of. Uh, old school consoles too, like Atari and yeah, NES and N64. Yeah, like yeah. a decent sized room with just a, like what, maybe 50 TVs set up? Yeah, a uh, bunch of old CRT system. TVs too. Oh like man, old... how'd the floor hold all that up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Nope. Seriously, that's uh, some heavy weight right there. So, yeah, so, yeah, so we this... ended up playing NBA Jam on uh, Sega Saturn. It was pretty awesome. Uh, yes. um, so was it bigger than oh, than no. years past? Sega Saturn out there. So so was it bigger than years past? Do you think? No, it's it's about the same, same size. size. Yeah. They, they've done really well. Um, the, the basic format, and they've kept it the last what I think I've been there now three years for it. It's been kind of the same format. When you first walk in, they have that free-to-play arcade section there's off on the right there's usually like a big tournament for smash or Fortnite or something that, that they have going on which they have a big screen that's broadcasting like a second screen for what everyone's playing and then it, it, jerry i know you've been in the south building there's a, those little cutouts that they have one of those cutouts contains all the old school games and then the rest is just basically uh vendors throughout the rest of that south building so it is in the smaller convention hall but it it they fill it out pretty well yeah the second uh like the second little room that they have had uh like trading card games like you could go play pokemon uh trading card game or magic you could do that kind of stuff too and there's a whole uh there's another section that had board games so it wasn't just you know video game convention it was all types of games which is pretty awesome and people seem to be doing all that stuff too like everything was especially today I uh, was really busy everywhere, which is which is cool. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people walking around. A lot of people like digging the games, which is really cool. Like, I love the good old arcade. Like, nothing beats yeah. the the nostalgia kick of playing arcade games. You know, like it, it takes me back to being like in my teens, riding my bike over to the arcade with the quarters that I like was able to scrounge up from mowing lawns or whatever, so I could go and play. The arcade games at the the local arcade. You play yeah, in the sixties? Yeah, <laughs> Dude, this, this they don't even like, do that in Stranger Things. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> that's that's the thing I catch. Like in Stranger Things, why isn't there a local arcade? There is. There is. There is. There is. Well, there's season Cobra two, arcade right? bar. Yeah, season yeah. two. Season yeah. two, they yeah, uh, forget they they do have that. Never mind that. Yeah. I was mistaken. Uh, but yeah, like it was something that you did. Like they had the little arcade. I had the cool games. The one that I've loved that I could never find before or again is uh, the Die Hard uh, video yeah. game. Uh, the arcade one that they came out with. Scott, you could, uh, Scott, you need to come over to my house. You need to come if you over. have it, dude. Oh, I, you, need, yeah. you need to come over to my house. I have the living I, shit of the I, Die I, Hard I, arcade game. I you know I'm a Die Hard fan game. and the fact that there's a fucking arcade game from it. Yeah. I'm there. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. So, yeah, like, but they had some cool ones. Like I said, we played the OG uh, X-Men game, like Nate had said, and, you know, bust out that four-player action, but, you know, you just hit a button on that arcade that gives you more tokens. Yeah, so uh, nice. So much better. (laughs) Free play is amazing. Yeah, free play on everything. So there's, like, at least 50 or 60 arcade cabinets, and you could just walk up and play any of them. Yeah, it's worth the price of admission right there just to be able to play those arcade games or you want to go jump on a Super Nintendo. Uh, like Scott yeah. said, there's Smash Bros. tournaments, Fortnite tournaments. Uh, I think there's a Street Fighter 2 tournament uh, on Friday when I was out there. Uh, NBA Jam tournament. Like they, they got everything from the new stuff to the older stuff. Uh, plus tons and tons of vendors. Um, I, like <laughs> Jeremy, like throwback to well, two years ago. I don't even know. It's getting, <laughs> it's getting fuzzy. What was that convention we went to? Retro City Fest. Retro Pomona, City California. Fest, yeah. I remember the one comment was, I've never seen like so many copies of uh, like 
Mario Kart 64 in one place in my life. <laughs> that was like the first video game convention I went to. Same thing here, man. Like you, like it, the vendors are a little bit repetitive because there's only so many games. But man, like if you're looking for like those N64 games or Sega Saturn, like any of that stuff, there are so many, so many yeah, options there. Tons of those good old NES games. Yeah, tons of good NES. Uh, yeah. The Red Run, Super Nintendo, Genesis, you Game name Boy. It, I mean, all yeah. kinds of stuff. So cool. name it, now, it. now, one thing I'll say about the, this kind of is it's definitely geared more towards vendors. Uh, like, yeah. Yeah, there's a the, there's not really an artist alley. I mean, there there's a couple people that that pull up that that have the art that they're selling, but for the most part, it's all stores or vendors or um, surprisingly at this one, there's a shit ton of like online high schools that we're also recruiting. <laughs> like there is, <laughs> oh, yeah, you there's know, like, like Navy and the Marines, Navy Marines there. and like five online high schools. <laughs> they got to <laughs> like, supplement the ticket sales. Yeah, <laughs> they got to. Right. Wow. Hey, they're, recru- they're recruiting the future generation of, of yeah, game designers. I think it really was like, hey, nerd, do you want to just sit at home and play video games and do school online? <laughs> we got you, fam. No, <laughs> it, it's, it's, those, it's those situations like to where like the, the kids downstairs, the mom's yelling at them, like, hey, stop playing fucking Fortnite. No, I'm going to school. It's, 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 all, yeah, it's all good. No, going I'm, I'm going to school. I'm going to class. I'm on recess. Yeah. I'm on recess. <laughs> so there were tons of cool video games, right? The three of us, I believe, only purchased one. Shout out to whoever in the chat last week was saying how horrible the Top Gun NES game was because, <laughs> uh, as promised, I would look. I looked for it and found it. This gem set me back two dollars. Nice. Yeah. A whole two bucks. No. Yeah, two bucks. say no Which, for two bucks. Yeah, congrats it tells you how good the quality. In terms of games, like that is actually one of the hardest NES games. Was, well, you could play the first mission yeah. fine, but then when they made you land on the aircraft yeah, carrier, on the I aircraft crashed carrier? every fucking time. Seriously, yeah. that was like the hardest thing to do. <laughs> yeah, landing I've never played it, so as soon as I get a TV in this room, I'm going to hook up my Nintendo and I will hook, check it out. Hook it into Twitch and live stream it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll, I'll probably do a live stream. <laughs> Why go. not? They so. make cords. It's super easy. Oh, I have one. Don't worry. I got this. I'm ready. He's, he's, yeah, Larry, Larry's, Larry's been, prepared. Larry's on top of it. I just need the TV, man. <laughs> we need new TVs. So, so yeah, no, but uh, going through the, the convention Good was times, cool. Right? Uh, it's, it, if you're listening tonight live and you're in the Phoenix area, that'll be going on tomorrow, too. It's three days, uh, yeah. long hours, super awesome, downtown Phoenix. Uh, definitely a good time. It's become like an annual thing. Like Scott said, it's like he's been like three times a week. This is like their fourth or fifth one total. Um, so definitely, definitely check it out. So, so Nate had brought up a story. You can check out the uh, part of this on uh Instagram. I wanted to just to bring over because uh, what this guy did was, was super super cool. Uh, so I I went over and got a an autograph from Charles Martinet, who is the voice of Mario and all the Mario siblings, right? So he's also Luigi, uh, Wario, and uh, he gives the wah to Waluigi, right? So uh, we claim the famous is, wah. wah. That's all he does. Like that's all the character does is like. Wah. Like, uh, so, uh, we go in line and he actually, uh, is like, Hey, what's your name? And I was like, Oh, it's this. And so, you know, I'm like, it's Scott. And so he, in the Mario voice writes out like this whole little like thing and narrates what he's saying and then goes through each of the characters and does a little voice and then signs as the character. So like, 
it was actually kind of a cool experience to not only just have him be like, okay, what's your name? Sign it and then yeah. move on. Like, yeah. you took the time to go through and, like, give, like, a little show and, like, do, you know, kind of like, it, it made it, like, cool that he, A, personalized it and then went through and kind of did the shit that you're known for, you know? Yeah, right. very cool. You didn't just get a best wishes and then yeah. move on. Right, it was, yeah. it was nice. Did he and do it for the people in front of you too, or is he's yeah, like no, this guy like, needs a little something? This guy needs right a little now. something else. No, like everyone who came up there, like he signed. Uh, Larry went through. He did the same yeah, thing with with nice. with Larry. Like, um, super cool way to like when you go to the cons. It's always nice to see the people that go a little bit extra when they interact with their fans, and you can tell that he uh, he definitely has fun with it. Um, Nate and I have some photos. You can go onto the STS guys, uh, Instagram. Uh, you can see the, uh, photo of Nate and I with, with him, uh, all doing yeah. the, uh, Mario jump pose. So yeah, it was, plus, uh, plus all the other stuff we posted up from yeah. around game on expo. Yeah. We took a lot of photos and, and throw it up there. So definitely go check it out. Yeah. Including on Facebook. <laughs> we, I did one. I yeah, did one. one. Our, our STS customer guys tradition. One. Yes, as is tradition, one was posted on one Facebook, Facebook post. I, I think yeah. the thing that I find funny about the whole post, one posting version, is you can link the two together where it automatically posts all the photos. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeremy, 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 how do you think I posted that shit on Facebook? <laughs> I remembered on one. I was like, I'm going to hit this button. <laughs> Uh, I can't let it die now. It's a thing. Um, yeah, we can't also, do more than one anymore. So Charles Martinet was fun, right? Uh, they also had a bunch of Pokemon voice actors, uh, right? Uh, plus the lady the does Geek of, and yeah. Bowser, the guy who does yeah, voice yeah. For Mario. Um, there is there's a ton. Uh, the girl who did the voice for Boo in Monsters Inc was there too. So a lot more guests this year than. So I- can, can I can I talk the smack about that one though? Is like that girl was legitimately like four when they did that voice. They just chased the toddler around yeah. and recorded it, and now that girl's going on like the the con circuit, being like, "I was a voice of Boo." Like you don't even fucking remember doing that. <laughs> like, no, I would do the same thing if I was yeah. in one episode of NCIS. I'd be going yeah. to every single one oh, of them the, in the area. Okay, you gotta, so you gotta, you gotta make that for all it's worth. Money. I'm going to give out what my bucket list item is. And I want somebody online to ever make this happen. I will be your like best friend forever here. Um, my new bucket list item. Cause there was a person there whose credits were voicing po- some of the Pokemon. I-, I want one of, I want the one single IMDB credit that I am a Pokemon in the Pokemon cartoon series. Not like all of that. It's like one of them. Give me one. And I'll go there and do, you know, like something like that. Like, I will do it. Like, That's a big one. I don't think you could do that one. No, no, I don't know. It's got to be like, With the new one coming up, I'll be the one that's in one episode. Like, I, that's my bucket list. I want that. Like, I feel like that's almost attainable. It like, yeah. might be. It's like a brand person. new one that just gets, like, killed off. And yeah, then yeah. the no, like, key just, one, right? The yeah, one yeah. that's just a bunch of keys. Yeah, yeah. Like, I need the one that's like, you know, you're fighting the dude and they only throw it in there because it's also in the new game that came out so they have to yeah. show it uh but gets beaten right away in one of the battles like that's what i want like i'm not greedy <laughs> i don't want to like a main like you top went 10 you like, went sea level like sea level like i'm fine <laughs> but i want that in my life just the credit yeah but james's Charles Barnett stepdad was, right yeah. yeah 
Yeah. You can be that little like know. magnetron. Fucking I don't one. want my actual voice on there. I just want to make a silly noise and say okay. the thing's name like fifteen different okay. ways, and then be like, "All right, I'm done for all the right. day. Well, so, See you guys." So obviously, you've you've put a, you've put a lot of thought into this, right? So, like I said, yeah. what, what is what what would your Pokemon name be, and what would your sound be? I- I don't know. I would have to see. I'm going to have to play the right. new Sword and Shield to figure out all which right. one right. I would be so, good at. So that is your homework because I said, yeah, yeah I think, we'll I, think follow up. I think we need to follow we'll up with a, this. We'll create a demo reel where I'll yeah. just go through and do a bunch of them. <laughs> so let me just recap the takeaways from this meeting. Scott, you have to play Pokemon and decide which Pokemon you, you deserve to voice. We'll I think you should make up your own. Yeah. No, I, I, that, no that, that, absolutely I agree. Absolutely that's agree. just fan casting and that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I will create me as this character. Nate, Nate, yeah, said, yeah, this, it's, it's like, kind of cool because I can point now. Nate can write the fan fiction, <laughs> and I'll voice it. And Scott will voice it. I'll do, no, but I will voice only the Pokemon in in his fiction. I don't want to. I don't want a talking role. Oh, Scott! <laughs> like I just, I'm dead. You know, like like something like that. Like it's fine. It's a real dream for Scott. Everybody, it legit is. Like no, anybody but, who knows anybody. Well, that could get this to happen you will be like i will be indebted to you for life if you can make this happen <laughs> well, what, I, what, I like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy scott's <laughs> going off on a tangent here uh one other shout out i want to give like even though there's some really cool voice actors there's also a ton of really awesome cosplayers at game on expo a lot of game theme cosplayers and as we're walking around uh Totally unexpected. We ran into Alina Masquerade. So shout out to Alina. Check her out on Instagram at Alina Masquerade. Uh, she was really nice. Came over, took a picture with us, said hello. Um, but yeah, uh, it was it was really cool seeing her. And thank you for taking the pictures with us. But there's a lot of really cool cosplayers that I didn't expect as many people that were doing it because you know it's more of a game oh, yeah. convention. You know yeah, there I mean? was a ton. Like su- surprisingly, I think there were definitely more cosplayers this year than uh, what I saw last year, which is cool, right? That yeah. just means people are getting more into it and that kind of stuff. That's that's awesome. Were they a video game people or just randos? A like, little of both. A little of both, but a lot of them like were video game. There was a girl yeah. that was in a Sonic the Hedgehog onesie walking around. Like they, yeah. they, there was a lot more like Overwatch game stuff. And, yeah, 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 yeah Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> And then the occasional like Ghost Rider, like I remember seeing that guy today. So it's that a little guy, of everything. From that the guy PBS was a... show or from Marvel? Oh, uh, Marvel Ghost Rider, the Flamehead. Okay. Flamehead. Yeah. Not, not, the, uh, not the dude on the computer. Not the PBS kids. You know? Yeah. Uh, that would be impressive. A, that would be that, amazing. Yeah. Well, because you're just a, a computer going around. Why does Why does no one cosplay as Arthur? People <sighs> love that show. We, okay. we love that. Show. We love that. Show. I know. We love that show. <laughs> There, there, there has we to, did an entire we, podcast on No, that. we need to bring back the Arthur podcast. I will. We, we will. Um, one other thing, too, is, is eventually we're going to get this going here. Uh, but we do need to bring up, Larry, I think it's now time we can actually bring up the official name. So the other week we talked about a, something that Larry had never seen, Top Gun. And I know Jeremy got real mad. <laughs> About talking top, top gun, gun jeremy he does not Uh-oh. like that movie. but yeah, careful, it, ins- it inspired us that we are going to create a sec a little every spin-off. probably other week or so a little spinoff for, for larry and i watch a old 80s movie and then shit all over it for about a half an hour um we're going to call it the totally rad movie podcast and it is coming <laughs> out very soon uh so uh we're, we're still in the works to try to get it 
like a time figured out and everything, but I, I want to drop it now to know that we got enough feedback from people saying that we should make this happen, that we're actually going to do it. That's yep. totally rad. I, I will believe it when I see it. <laughs> oh. We have a logo. I spent six dollars to get it made. I bought the domains for it for the website. Yeah. Like, like I said, Larry, I, I seem to remember another podcast that you yeah, were going to start. This is taking priority over <laughs> yeah. that. Because <laughs> this one actually had fit people say they would actually want to hear this. So I, we said, okay, we're going to go ahead and do this. We're going to knock it out. We're going to give it a shot. Go go for at least a couple times to hear Larry and I's comments on old uh, 80s movies. I believe Mac and Me is going to be on the list, by the way. That is going to be one of the first ones that come yeah, see, up. Can it, well, see, Jeremy, well, Manny wants to listen. Uh, we got to do it for uh, Manny. Uh, so if you're oh, okay, the times these. Like I said, if, you, if you're if you're doing Mac and Me, you got to do the director's cut of Mac and Me. Oh, there's a director's uh, cut. Well, yes. we, we, most of these we have to find what we can actually find yeah. online to watch. I I, so. <laughs> I will I will send you the link to the director's cut of Mac and Me. All right. The one where the kid where the, where the kid gets blown away like like in a stream of gunfire by the police. Like it is Oh, the the alternate oh, really? ending. The yeah. alternate ending oh, director's cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. But then that McDonald's came in and was like, "Hey, you can't do that." <laughs> oh, <that's a> <laughs> Instead, much. let's do the McDonald's dance sequence at the end. So, so spin-off, right? Totally rad movie podcast and Jeremy, Nate, Mike you guys are all welcome to join us too. It's this isn't just a me and Scott thing. This is me and Scott are gonna head it, but like everybody else is welcome to join us. And that goes for pretty much everyone listening too. Like we'll take special guests. We just gotta figure out the time. And really, it's it, like we we gotta figure out how we're gonna record it too. Skype seems to be working pretty well right now, but like earlier in the week, we're like, I don't even know how how we're gonna go live on YouTube anymore. So uh, it'll be live on the STS Guys channel. It's it'll be presented by the sds guys so same house the same awesome youtube channel that you're already subbed to i'm Yay. excited and yes we're watching top gun first yes. I'm excited. top gun has to start because it's <laughs> it is the movie that started this whole thing uh <laughs> jerry you're gonna hear a lot Jeremy's of highway so to the danger zone oh yeah <laughs> It's the only thing good thing to come out of that movie. Right? Like Kenny Loggins. Uh, Fuck Kenny Loggins. Right. That's what I have to say. <laughs> so we didn't get together here just to, to right. yeah. Can I can, talk I, can, shit. I, can I do the transition? Let's for, do the Jeremy. You, you have doing, a transition. So, let's do it. So, so instead of talking about like something shitty, let's talk about something good. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, and, and you know what's good? The boys on Amazon Prime. Which which Uh-oh. which. Had they, Amazon had just come out. It's the most watched show on Amazon Prime within the first two weeks than every other show that's been on Amazon Prime. Wow. I, think the, I, I mentioned it the I other day uh, with it. I think, uh, what was it, Grand Tour was had that spot, and this thing just blew it away. Yeah, in two weeks. Wow. In two weeks. That's impressive. Yeah, on uh, IMDb, they track like popularity, and it's it's up there as one of the most popular search items on INDB right now because it's good it's really yeah good. really good all right so let's yeah let's let's frame this up so let's we uh, so very first thing we got to do is so we always go through our overall rating basically on our on, on our scale of basically one to five let's kind of go around with the 
with a one to five rating first, and then we'll kind of dive into some some of the details regarding the show. So let me go ahead and kick it off, Scott. Let me kick it off with you first, uh, just because I, I knew you were going to be passionate about this show, just like I was. Go ahead and uh, yeah. kick us off with your ratings. So so, dude, I, I like. I know that you hate when I do this, but I'm giving it a thing. It's a 4.75 for me. There's very few things that I <laughs> really like. It's first it's, top it's, gun. It's, no. it's not a it's not a perfect five. Like, but like not a, not a perfect five like Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, Top Gun is a fucking fiver all day, baby. No, uh, it's it's there's a few things I I didn't like about it, but outside of that, uh, it 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 was amazing, man. Like yeah, like it's it's up there. Right. So I don't a lot of the stuff I like though I can't really bring up quite yet right. without uh, we'll, we'll, going oh. into some of the, the the spoilers or anything like that. So so we'll, we'll, we'll let's talk. go to everyone else. Yeah, let's stuff. go. Let's go to everyone else. We'll, we'll go to talk. So so special guest Mike. I'm gonna go. To, I'm gonna go to you next. Honorary guest of the STS guys on a scale of one to five. So where would you rate this show? I get it. I get it here a four point five. I thought it was great. No, fantastic. Fantastic. Only Doctor Who gets five, so that's <laughs> that's saying something. Well, I, tangent here: Are you excited for the fact that Doctor Who may be going to HBO? Fuck no! Because <laughs> no? then I got to no? sub to the stupid HBO oh, yeah. Max. Sure, sure, sure. That's a good reason. <laughs> I like to buy my episodes straight from Amazon, not have to wait six months for them to be uh, free on a service that I'm paying probably 30 bucks a month for there's yeah, fair point on that <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> i know that was like completely off topic but all right so 4.5 for 4.5 for mike <laughs> nate what about you sir i'm gonna go uh 4.5 on this one i really enjoyed it uh i don't i wouldn't say it was perfect but it's pretty damn close awesome so awesome, 4.5 awesome. All right, Larry. Larry. Larry's are always our, our our pessimist of the such of the of the group. I'm gonna the guess wild, too. the wild Larry, card. He's the, the wild, wild card. card. <laughs> the guy who fell asleep during the first episode and didn't finish any more of it. Oh no! Oh, I'm gonna give it a two. Oh, oh man! Wow. You're gonna have to really give us some detail about so, that. Larry. So sell me, sell me on why I need to watch right. this show because well, I just wasn't into it at all. Yeah. Let's get Jeremy's rating, and then we'll go uh, into the stuff, what we liked and what we didn't like. Uh, but I'd like to get yeah. everyone's kind of rating for so it. So, Scott, here for you're, you're, you're going to laugh at me. I'm going, I'm going along with Scott, 4.75. This literally, by far, like, so I, I had watched this entire series on, on an international flight. And it was literally probably the best. Way. It was literally probably, know, right? it was literally probably the, so cool. No, it was literally probably the best way to watch it. It was, it was one because it made my flight go by super fast. Um, but then two, it was a good way to watch the entire story from front to back, like like in a nonstop in a non in, in a in a nonstop setting. Like it literally blew away my expectations because I, I read this comic book I said when it was originally out, um, and so it was it was a great it was a great premise of the comic book. Um, there was uh, some some different factors to it. I was really curious in how that was going to translate over into said a, a a TV show. Um, but they they knocked it out of the park, man. Like yeah, they, they did. So I, I will say that to to Jeremy's point, this was the best adaptation of a comic book story into a live action show. Like they, they're, I mean, Punisher, Daredevil, those were all really good and they did very well for what they did. But this one took 
a lot of the themes that they had in that comic and were able to also translate like some of those ideas that were that were kind of the read between the lines that were from the comics that you brought back in. It was amazing. Yes. Well, so you br- ahead, you you bring up a, a, a big question for me, right? You just said like Daredevil and Punisher. How does this rank compared to like a Daredevil Punisher, like the Netflix stuff, or even like an Umbrella Academy? No. Better than those. So 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 yeah. here's what I'll say: is better than those, but there is less. It's more story driven versus like an action driven, like Punisher, Daredevil, even those ones. That, uh, they had their stories, but they always had those actions. You know, th- there's no fucking hallway fight thing in this that they had. Like, well, it, they make it. You're fighting superheroes. They yeah. they insta kill everybody that they fight. Like, would, it's it's what would happen if a real if Superman really punched somebody, they would fucking die. Like, yeah. <laughs> and they make a hint that in this one, that's what happens when Homelander. Goes in a fight with somebody. There's generally no survivor. Or or yeah, what? You know when A Train runs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> runs into your girlfriend. girlfriend. One of the yeah, best yeah. scenes. I saw that. Yeah, part. right where she just pops. She was Ooh. standing in the street. It was her own fault. Yeah, it, it was. She, she was, was a street. foot off the curb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say yeah. that's that's what really kind of grabbed me into the show because you get to see. Okay, this is definitely a darker version. Of some superheroes, you know what I mean? And that's what I loved about it is the darker aspect of the show. The whole time, the the language, you know, they're showing, like, nudity and sex and stuff. There's people dying. Um, and that, it reminded me, it gave me that kind of, like, Watchmen vibe. You know, that's like that dark city. You know, they're questioning, are these superheroes really superheroes? Are they bad people? Are they good people? And uh, that's one of the things that kind of got me into, like, DC and all that. So, for me, it, like, really grabbed me when I started seeing how dark the show is it, it made me want to keep watching it because i love stories like that that kind of make fun of the superhero aspect you know it's more of like it turns it on its head no nate to, well, to your it, point like so to your point nate like said it's i love shows and I, and I love i love these type of shows that are on like so these networks where they can basically do whatever they want like, so the hbo type networks and stuff like that and it's just so funny because i was actually reading something about this specific show of of they pushed the envelope so far in a couple of these scenes to where, like, even Amazon said, no, you can't do that. I'm assuming it's the sex club with the dude that can shrink down and jumps in the lady's vagina. No, no. Like, I'm guessing it's something no, some it was, executive it was, was like, maybe that was not some should have, that shouldn't have been filmed. No, the scene that was filmed, but they had to cut out, was it was a scene where you very first get introduced to Homelander, and he's jacking off, basically, on basically over the, the, the side of New York City, saying, basically, I own this city. <laughs> um so it would be about, way right? worse stuff than that. Nick. Oh, yeah. Well, well, no, no, yeah. Well, like I said, you know, well, like, there's way worse. Well, things. and so Starlight's it, initiation. Well, and yeah. it, it well it, here's the thing, and it goes into basically into the second season of well, how they're going to because it said in the comic books, like I said, the whole second story of this this comic book is this is this concept called herogasm, which is basically a superhero orgy. Um, so it's it's I'm curious to figure out how they're going to basically play that in into this because See, apparently they're, they're adapting that go, story. See, I don't know if they're going to do that, that, Jeremy. I think they're going to skip that part and go straight into the Homelander's uh, revolt. No. Where he's, I think, is where they're going with, uh, is watching this first season, uh, at a certain point, Homelander's like, why the fuck do we need, like, corporations to own us? We can just kill, like, own everybody. Like, I'm going to get all the superheroes together and we're going to fuck shit up. And uh, that's 
a whole nother kind of story. I think that's the the direction that they're going for this one. Uh, I think that's going to maybe be like an episode uh, with it. But I mean, they kind of showed that with the sex club, you know, like so he walks through the the sex club. So I know that it's not as big, but they are. They are going to adapt a hero gasm because like I said, that was a question on the press circuit to to one of the directors. Like, hey, are are you going to be able to do this? Like, oh, yeah, we have to we're going to do it. I said, but we have to do it in, in some some type of way to where. We can we can show what we need to show on Netflix without basically making this like a, a porn. Um, right. So oh, so man. so one thing I want to <laughs> yeah. uh, one thing I want to go I want to go around the the group. Like I said, Larry, this will be a little bit harder for you since you fell asleep. Um, <laughs> but throughout the entire series, like I said, I'm going to start with Mike first. I said, what was what was basically one of your favorite moments from the entire series? We we're going full on spoilers. Full on yeah, spoilers. Full on go spoilers. Yeah. It's fine. And it's most funny. everybody. Yeah, I say most everybody in the chat has either seen it or doesn't care to, so fucking spoil away. My my favorite part was when uh I don't know any of their names, just so you know, I watched it all in one but I don't remember anybody's names. It's when other than Homelander is when they're on the airplane and he goes, Oh, they're fucked. Let's get out of here. <laughs> I love that because I mean, what are you gonna do? You're right. You, he's gonna pull the airplane apart trying to save them all. Might as well let them all die. Bye. Yeah. It, that, it was that was like, a good I can't thing. believe they're going to do this. So, so like, I don't know if you watched the the comic or read the comics. I did, but, uh, but I, in, I, in the comics, they're on their way. In, in the comics, that plane was actually one of the nine eleven planes. Oh <laughs> man, that would have been even better, so, yeah. <laughs> right? So, and he like he oh. finds out he's like, oh, we just stormed this plane, and we found out if you break down a bunch of the walls of the plane, the plane fucking crashes. <laughs> so they did a really good job bringing that back in as like. Yeah, when you stop a plane and he breaks the gear, like, yeah, what are you gonna do? I agree with you. Like, what what do you do? Like, those people are gonna die. They can't one, like, they can't take one person out of the plane, like, land them safely, and then keep going. Like, yeah, this, you say what? Two like people a real at that point? turning point for the characters because you see the Wonder Woman ladies like, oh man, we can't do this, even though she seemed like she was being real, uh, you know, real jaded and uh, and whatnot. And then you think Homelander's like this cool guy, and then he's like, "Nah, screw these guys," you know. It, it, yeah. it just seemed like a real flip uh, for the characters, you know. Right. Uh, Nate, it's definitely a defining moment in the show. Nate, let's go with you next. What, what was one of your favorite moments from the show, from the series? Um, that's a tough one. I, I, I will say that that uh, moment that Mike was just talking about definitely stands out because it, it really shocks you. But I, I'm just gonna say the character as a whole of Homelander. The guy that played Homelander does such a good job in that role, just being that kind of like sociopath asshole that knows he's powerful, that knows that nobody can really do anything to him. He plays up that part so well. I don't even know who that actor is, but I'll just say like any of the scenes that Homelander was in are like some of the most memorable in the show for me. Um, That part where he meets the soldiers and he's like, "Uh, hold on, guys, we got this. And he's just going there like wrecking house. Like he's having fun killing people. He's cutting people in half with his laser eyes. And that's another thing too. They show like the impact of his powers. Like Superman has laser eyes, but we never see like what possibly could happen by him using that power. And we saw it in the airplane where he cuts the control panel in half. Part of the reason why that, that plane crashes. But um, just... Homelander is is one of my favorite parts of the show and just the characters themselves every character was so well done fleshed out the actors did a great job um uh, what's his name Carl Urban man he is a 
he's an awesome Billy Butcher in the show. So I don't want to speak too much, but I'm just going to say Homelander and kind of like the whole cast just did a really great job. Well, I, uh, to add on to your point too, Nate, I think the guy who plays Homelander does that great job of being that dickhead. And then, you know, it kind of shows the, the cameraman recording him. So he's a piece like he's his asshole self. And the guy's like action. And he flips the switch. He's like, and I'm this girl, homegirl boy, like immediately becomes Superman, right? Like this like wholesome character. And then the second it's like cut, the camera goes off. He's like, all right, I'm fucking done with this shit. Like, yeah. am I done? Like, can I go? Like the way that he like just like flips his script immediately shows that character just knows what to do when he's on camera and like plays it up. And it he does such a good job showing that like two sides of the coin. Now, Scott, yeah. Scott, no, so I, I think that 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 brings you to, to, to you next. So, so what, what about what was your one of your favorite scenes? Okay. So can I do a fun little trivia fact that I actually really enjoyed in the first episode? So in the original comics, uh, Huey, his look was based off of Simon Pegg. Like that's what they they like literally wow. made it Simon Pegg. So cool. seeing Simon Pl- Pegg play Huey's dad in this was awesome. Uh, that. That made me made me smile. Um, but honestly, it's Huey's first kill, man. Like, that was my favorite part of the series is when they uh, translucent, when they shove the C4 in his ass and he's trying to he breaks out and he's walking away. And he basically tells Huey he doesn't have the balls to basically do anything and just to let him leave. And he gets a couple feet away and Huey just hits that fucking button and blows him up like that scene. I loved how they played it out. Like I, it started off that fucking season, right? Like, like not only did they kill him, they, they, they exploded him. Like it was great. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go next and I'll not get to Larry for the 20 minutes of the show that he saw. Um, <laughs> what so, was your favorite of those 20 minutes? So, Larry? Speak. So, so don't speak anything. Ill mine, uh, TV. So mine was, I said, it was a I love I love it when shows can be edgy. I said I love it when they basically take things to the edge and they're not afraid basically with how they're gonna how like critical reception is going to be depending on what they do in the show. So I'm gonna throw out an episode number. Episode three. The basically when Popclaw is uh the when Popclaw's uh, uh Riding the dude. Riding the dude and <laughs> And then gets to that point, and, and then and then and then finishes, and basically squashes the dude's head, <laughs> and you just oh, see yeah. it explode <laughs> like a watermelon. Just yeah, <laughs> it was probably one of the most amazing scenes in a show that I've ever seen. I'm like, this was great, just because it was so edgy, and it was so it it, it was one of those things where, like. You can't show that. I said. I said. There's no other network out there that would like show this type of stuff. I said. There's mm-hmm. an HBO. An HBO would like show this type of stuff. Like I said. But I said. That's why I'm glad. Like I said. This show wound up on on a, on, a, on a streaming service where they can take these liberties rather than like a like an FX or an AMC. That's why I'm like I'm kind of disappointed in Preacher just because Preacher such has such great source material, but they're not. A, they can't take it to the edge that it needs to that it needs to get taken to. And so they, yeah, like I, I completely agree with you. Like Preacher needed to be in a rated R thing. Like they couldn't have, like, like they pushed TV to where TV could have, uh, could have gone with that. 
And it, it, if it was on something like Amazon with the care that they put into this, Preacher would have turned out way differently. Look, and season four is pretty good so far. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been watching it, but the first yeah. two episodes are pretty great. Right. But just but imagine it, with the the amount of gore that they could actually show, like they should in the thing. Like, come on, the uh, J- Jeremy, you're going to have to help me. Uh, the boss of the meat cutting plant. Uh, the meat processing plant that was played by uh, uh, oh, um, I'm drawing a it, on the so meat. the guy who runs the the meat processing plant in yeah. the comics yeah. has a person made of meat that he fucks in the comic books. They definitely didn't show that on uh, on FX. They could have on this Amazon show. <laughs> made him that much more deranged. Good I feel Lord. like I feel like Mike's dogs are reenacting that season three moment right now. Yeah, yeah. only with less aggression, <laughs> slightly less aggression. All right, <laughs> oh, uh, Larry. Cool. Like I said, you, you said you said. Like I said, I, I think we we take the question a little bit differently from you. So, regards to the actual show, like I said, what what didn't grab your attention right away? Like like do you? All of it. So I can remember the exact moment when I fell asleep. (laughs) It was early on during Starlight's like monologue or something. Like I I don't even know what she was explaining, but like I didn't make it through that scene. It felt like five minutes, but it was probably only like 30 seconds. But uh, that's as far as I made it. I I did jump back in afterwards. That's how I know that's where I uh, faded away. But um it was okay like the opening part was cool i like the the opening scene where uh the superman kind of guy was like taking a selfie with those kids um right after he murdered a couple of people yeah yeah like i kind of knew i kind of knew what it was because scott had told me about it because scott was really excited when that first trailer dropped so i i knew a little bit about the premise um i don't know like you guys are making it sound pretty good i'll probably jump back in yeah, it, it's something. Just make sure your your son's not in the room when you watch. It. Yeah, that's what's um, yeah, <laughs> definitely not a uh, child friendly TV show. No. Um, well, and it shows. I mean, come on, the first episode has translucent full frontal nudity because the dude likes to hang out in the women's <laughs> restroom, and he can only be fully invisible if he's naked. So, well, well, it, it's that, and there's there's funny. There's there's just like there's like crude funny humor moments like so honestly one of, if, if if i had to choose a, a second favorite moment from the show it's when uh billy butcher because carl urban's character is having an argument at like the christ fest thing with the guy who with, runs the booth with the priest with the priest yeah, yeah. like yeah. like i started laughing just because like so hard just because he's basically having a theological argument with this guy <laughs> my favorite quote out of that is like did did you just call god a cunt yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty great. I, I like uh, Frenchie and 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 Mother's Milk too. Like the the supporting cast that they have uh, is is really cool. I really hope that they do change their fates from the the sh- the comics. But uh, um, in terms of of like the supporting cast, everyone really brought a lot to the table, and they did a really good job of giving character like development to people, even if you don't see them all that much on the the show. So I, I did like how they were able to kind of focus in on those, you know, the the seven and then the the boys and, and you learn about them in just little bits and pieces, but it's enough to keep you interested in each of those characters. Yeah, they all have like, you know, you kind of 
start learning a little bit more and more about each character and it makes you kind of appreciate you know the boys as well as the the soups and kind of like you know how they deal with the situations that they're in it's a cool you know dynamic because you're always seeing like two sides of the story uh which i really enjoyed and you know there's just like you guys have been talking about there's some such edgy parts that you just do not find in anything else and it just makes me want more content like this because you know we need shows there's a lot of great graphic novels that a lot of people don't want to touch because they're just so edgy and this kind of shows you like it's possible and people really like it you know uh there, there's just some really great stuff in the show that uh, you just it surprises you when you see it you're like damn they push the envelope in this show well <laughs> some some of these off you know off like i don't know what word i want some of these less mainstream comic book stuff seems to be doing really good right like, like umbrella academy or doom patrol and now the boys um, so, yeah, I, I, I think all it takes is one hit. Right. And then everybody's going to go buy up all the other properties that are similar. So right. if the floodgates weren't already open on comic book movies, man, like it's not stopping anytime well, soon. And I think that the thing that makes this one stick out is it's so vastly different from other comics. Like you have Umbrella Academy, which has the flawed there's the flawed superhero. Right. Kind of trope that that umbrella academy focuses on and then you have the fucking garbage fire that is this whole community and it it gets that question of what would happen if like corporations were in control of superheroes they don't operate independently they are corporate owned and they focus on brands and the scumbag type of people that that would actually make and it takes that whole idea of flawed superheroes and makes them like in this one, yes, they, they are heroes and they stop crime, but they're also the bad guys. Like, there is no question about it that they are actually the, the real villains of the, the show. Yet, these are the people that, like, the entire public looks up to. And, you know, they make this whole two sides of the, the coin thing that I thought they did a really good job with. But it's I don't think you can replicate that over and over again. Like, it's going to get old and tired real quick. Well, I, and the thing too is, I and this is this is the one thing I I, I found funny about the whole underlying message of the show was about basically how, you know, big faceless corporations are evil, and it's Amazon actually putting oh, out the show. That's right. the biggest faceless organization there is. Yeah. Kind of like poking fun of themselves. It, yeah, yeah. It, 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 was, it was just it's just yeah. a very odd kind of uh kind of kind of messaging, and so it was just really really kind of weird to see that, but it's kind of funny at the same time. Mm-hmm. All right. So, 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 question for Mike. Okay. Do you think we're going to get the boys' Funko Pops anytime soon? Oh, Brian loves it. So, uh, so going to happen. Yeah, it happened with The Office and Scott Pilgrim. So, well, you think this is too get, edgy? We're going to get a Funko, Billy though? Butcher. Can, so, what is it? Yeah. The pop scenes, right? They have pop scenes. Can we do a Pop Claw and the, her landlord? Can we have a pop scene of the one? <laughs> I would, I would buy that without a doubt. Like, and that, that, that. So I'm a, I'm an inbox guy. That would be my out of box pop. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah. more than one way. Uh, <laughs> they, uh, there was even a, a, a faux one in there, right? Of A Train. Mm-hmm. In uh, oh, really, yeah. Oh, no, it's, right. when, it's when that's Huey right. was in his room. Yeah, when, yeah. When, when back yeah. To yeah. Room. yeah. yeah. He, he, he has a A Train pop. So they. 
I, I did enjoy the uh, when he goes through and he starts a train goes into his room and he starts talking about the a train figure that he had in there. And he's like, that's not just the regular one. That is the special edition San Diego <laughs> only 800 made. Yes. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, that is what we fucking bank most of our fucking talking points off of <laughs> is the rarity of these goddamn toys. <laughs> All right. If they're talking toys, I'm back in. Yeah. Yep. And, and yes, Larry, at a certain scene, there is a Funko Pop yeah. that is in there of a train one of the the drug addict superheroes <laughs> yeah he's gonna go finish it now that we just said that i know it's like, all right i'm gonna go watch it i i could see him doing it. i mean they're making uh, umbrella academy and this is a a, a a few notches above that but it uh they they make them out of other stuff they, they, you they, know? they made watchman pops like like yeah they made yeah. like i said and it's literally very similar type like uh level of violence and and so, kind of gratuity there. Yeah. So we keep bringing up Watchmen here, and so there is a Watchmen series coming up on HBO. So I want to, I guess, get your guys' thoughts on it. Should HBO be worried now? Like now that they have their own little Watchmen series come up, are like, did Amazon just set the bar for that type of like superhero show? And and like. Are we going to judge Watchmen unfairly if it doesn't meet up to to the boys? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, we would have anyhow. Yeah, we would have. Yeah. We would have anyhow. But like so said, this, it, it, it absolutely it absolutely did. Just because I think like I said it. Like I said if it's on HBO, so people are automatically expecting. I said it to be an, an edgy series, and so I think literally this just set the bar for basically edgy type of you know hero anti hero type series. Uh, of of what you can actually do with it, so I think that I think that Watchmen definitely has the potential, and I think there's some some great writing and some and some great uh, some great you know kind of people behind the actual Watchmen series, and so I'm I have high hopes for it, but I said mm-hmm. it just I didn't know where I was going to peg the boys at. I, I knew I was going to watch it, and I knew like I said I was kind of excited for the series, but finishing the series, like I said. It just it surpassed all my expectations of what I had for the series. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely fair point. The Boys is better than I expected, but uh, you know, HBO. There's a lot of great shows on HBO. A lot of good. They make some really quality content. So, I, I think uh, for the source material, they hopefully are stepping up their A game and they're kind of pushing the envelope like Amazon did. But I think, you know, like anybody, it's going to start comparing it now because Amazon maybe strategically did this. Like, hey, let's get this out before Watchmen starts because HBO has more of a following than we do with this kind of stuff. So let's show what we can do and kind of steal some of that thunder. But, um, you know, I have faith in HBO. I'm hoping they give us a really good show because I'm dying to see some more Watchmen. And I just I, I really hope they hit it out of the park. Well, and what else does Amazon have? Uh, that they Not the tick the anymore. Yeah, oh, they got, the tick. They got they rid canceled of the, tick. the tick. Yeah, that's not a freaking cliffhanger. Oh yeah, right. I mean, the, they have nothing else. Yeah, they really have the not tick, much else. Like they don't really have. Actually, the tick was good. Like I don't know why it got canceled. Good. They did a really good job of it coming back live action again. Yeah, I'm in well, there. Uh, they they have like a pilot program where they send you like. Hey, here's promotional material we're thinking about using for TV shows. Hey, here's a script that we wrote. What do you read it and take a survey? You know cool. that kind of thing. And they were like, "Hey, what'd you think about season two of The Tick?" And I, I, I railed on them. I'm like, "It's great. You guys are dumb for canceling this." Da 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 da. 
I haven't gotten uh, <laughs> any more uh, requests <laughs> since then, but <laughs> that escalated quickly. So, yeah. So I do have a, some good news here, and Tyler brings it up in the uh, chat uh, for the boys. It was renewed for a second season, and I believe filming is yeah. principal photography. It, so. Yeah, I think oh. principal photography has started, which means they're like scouting locations and should be uh, no. doing like legit filming soon. No, they're they're fast tracking. So so originally, like I said there was there was nervousness about even renewing because they didn't know how it was going to be received. But with the the uh, the heavily interest in it, while kind of the iron's hot in regards to people are thinking about this, like they're, they're fast tracking this production. Like oh, they, I, I can so, see they, yeah, they need to, they need yeah. to get more of this out. Um, well, great so, segue. So we got a we got a question in the chat. Night yeah. Bodega. What do you all Manny. think of the boys' ending? We're gonna we're gonna spoil it for some people here. So if you haven't seen the boys, we're gonna talk about the ending. But I really actually do want to talk about it because they yeah. they had a strong ending episode. They did some crazy stuff that I didn't expect. So they did, and so, Jer- and this is the one thing where they vastly differed from from the comics. Because they stayed pretty close with obviously some modernizing some of the aspect. Uh, that ending was was nuts, and it uh, it threw me because I did not expect. I, so so we'll say like there, there's this whole thing about Homelander raping Billy Butcher's wife, and then she ends up pregnant, and everyone tells him he died, and then. Uh, shows up that there's a kid, like the kid survived and he's like a he's what like maybe like 13 well yeah maybe by the thing like so he ages a lot quicker than than other kids but uh so like this whole thing so the whole reason that and the wife is still alive like billy butcher his whole point of being is killing homelander for the death of his wife and she is still alive and at the end like it it was like this boom like moment at the end that i was like i did because i had read the comics right i was like yeah she's dead like this whole thing and then she's alive at the end like it blew my yeah. fucking mind well yeah and i think uh they do a good job kind of like explaining why homelander is the way he is he's kind of like a serial killer in the way that he's a sociopath he has no empathy for people so it makes you think like god if this hat guy has a child and he has the same power as him he's going to be even worse and they explain how this girl like supposedly dies this baby like tears out of her belly and kills her basically and make it all like graphic. Turns out that's not true. But uh, the part that really surprised me is the girl that he has such a fascination with. Uh, what is it? Stillwell? I can't remember her first name, mm-hmm. but he like lasers her through the skull, through the eyes and like kills her pretty nasty. It, it really surprised me. I was like, whoa. So I, and I blew up say, her kid. No, well, like, so yeah, so there, she has a baby the thing that I love and, and why I love the, the character of Billy Butcher is so he kills this girl who Billy has strapped with a bomb and he so he t- Homelander's response is so I just took away your leverage what are you going to do and Billy just was like fuck it and like sets off the bomb like I love a character that's just like I don't give a shit <laughs> like, you know, but like, like Mike said whole, the baby is... is and the baby's I'm gonna assume that baby dead. Like yeah, I know so in the room. many kids in the show. Yeah. Yes, At least did. three. <laughs> yeah. So that but yeah, I'm gonna say for one hundred percent sure, like the the mom is one hundred percent dead, right? She got lasered through the skull and then blown up. It does not seem like he took any care to save that baby. He saved Billy Butcher, 
but not the baby. You don't you don't think that uh that lady was uh goosing her kid with the with the juice? The compound V? Probably. Yeah, the compound V. I yeah, I see that's the question is is maybe she did. But I think Homelander would have been like, all right, I'm still gonna fucking kill this thing anyway. I hate that baby. And <laughs> like, another thing they he does hate that baby. kid. He well, hates one, that kid. One part of the story they don't close out on at all is the fact that they've made these supervillains now out of the same compound V. And Homelander says, I have them all over the world. But we never really see any other ones except for the one that blows up and they take him out. So that I think is gonna be a big part of season two. You know, expanding it across the world, like Homelander gets more powerful now. He doesn't have Stillwell there. Um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Like I said, I think that's his his key to making his like superhero coup, right? That they're going to go into. Obviously, you know what they did in the comics to get him to start it. They they can't really do in this. So making it that there's like terrorist superpowered. Uh, I, I really think that that's what we're going to see is we're going to have, you know, him using that as his way to unite all the superheroes and basically take over. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Interesting. Interesting. Well, if you can't tell, I think we like the show. Hopefully we like Larry the show. finishes it. Larry needs to go back and watch it. There's a pop in there, Larry. An exclusive Funko Pop. <laughs> there is a Funko Pop. There's probably one of those made. <gasps> wow. One. Like, <laughs> actually, I'm guessing there's a couple because Brian Marietti probably had one made for himself. If it's yeah. a legit <laughs> pop, yeah. it's it's right. not, it's like, honestly it's not a legit pop. It's actually probably yeah. the, no, it's, not. it's like a crappy looking like honestly. There's so many people do so many better customs out there. Yeah. Like they would have been better contacting like like so, some other person. Um, it looks like someone's kid made it. It's, yeah. It looks. It looks. It's. Looks, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rough. Oh my! So, uh, what, is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Mike? Before we, uh, before we wrap up, I, what do you I guys have got a question going on? about the boys? Actually, oh, oh yes, right. what is your question? Yeah. Who read the comic books? Um, does does Huey ever get power? They 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 make it seem like Huey's gonna have powers. Does that ever happen? Kind of. Yeah. Um, so there, there's a way that, that you can dilute the compound V to like temporarily give people powers. I won't spoil how that is because I think they're going to bring that up in, in the, se- the second season. Uh, but there is a way that he can temporarily make himself like a superhuman. Uh, but it is it's not like a permanent thing that he because, you gets. know, it, the the scenes where the, the the camera would start shaking and he'd start, you know, falling up his fist. And so and so like, in oh, the shit, comics, a superhero. Yeah. So what I think they're trying to hint at is in the comics, he is like ridiculously quick thinker. Mm. So in in it, like they'll see like he's just adept at being basically a spy. Like he can pinpoint where cameras are and they kind of hint at it that he knew about the like with translucent like that electricity would have been his weakness right like he kind of automatically knew that that was the case so i think they're trying to hint that that's him like kind of processing and like trying to figure out a way to he's really good about figuring out a way to take down a superhero without powers and i think they're hinting that they're trying to build that ability into him versus him just kind of having it at the start okay makes sense yeah, I think eventually maybe he might lead the boys and take over, you know, 
butcher's spot kind of, and then right. butcher's more in like a uh, helpful place. Well, and it's going to be weird when they find like it, they, they make it a strange situation where they found that Billy went off on his own, right? And Huey went back to save the rest of the the gang. So there's there's going to be some drama for season two, and I am very excited for it. I can't wait for season two. Like I said, I I am so excited for the show to come out. Like beyond excited. Like, oh beyond, yeah, beyond excited. You know what else? You know, you know what else gets me excited? Talking pops. Talking pops. <laughs> so you guys and, recorded, and pornography. You guys. <laughs> we probably should have said this at the beginning. Really. <laughs> Is that a new podcast, Jeremy? <laughs> talking, talking porn. Pops and porn. <laughs> talking porn. Uh, so, so if I'd you guys be on that are podcast. familiar with Talking Pops, Mike and Josh do an awesome uh, Funko-related podcast. Uh, they record live on Facebook and just about everywhere now, uh, including what Twitch and uh, Periscope on Twitter. Yeah, like everywhere, everywhere it, now. As long as it works. Sometimes it doesn't, but. Uh, it, as we found out with our podcast well, yes. yeah <laughs> hit or miss but right it's a great uh funko related podcast you guys just recorded episode 169 oh yeah we did that's pretty Ooh. cool 169 nice real close to 420 that's the next fun one that's <laughs> not that close it's cl- yeah. it's close it's close Got a couple hundred oh, oh. yeah um well no it's, it's cool it, it's, it, you could just change the episode numbers. You like they don't go. mean you anything. Can, you can Every episode is now ten there. episodes. <laughs> you could just type it. It's, it's easy. You just it's go into Lips and you change the number. That is we true. did that, Larry. We did that. We were, like, <laughs> we're gonna add. We're gonna make this episode ninety four. It's just the two of us talking with somebody, but we're still gonna make it another episode. Uh, yeah, I might have changed around the, the the dates we recorded the first episode once or twice too, but. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> That's another story. Mm, that to be an um, operation for three years. All right. Yeah. Well, we did this one a couple years ago. <laughs> all right. All right. Today Let's minus how many days? Change that 2017 to a 16, and then. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So you, you guys. I, I don't think it's happened yet, right? You guys will be at Papa Palooza. Yeah, next week. Next weekend. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, the 18th, I think it is. It's uh, it's just a huge, friggin'. Uh, Pop swap. It's a, it's in a Teamsters he- Union Hall, and you're gonna you know how big the Teamsters Union Halls are. They we don't have those around here. No, <laughs> I bet you, you do. You just don't thing. know you do. Yeah, that that you, uh, I don't know a Teamsters Union Hall. I have no idea what the fuck that is. Yeah. Uh, the just, Teamsters Union is a big union, and they got a hall, and then you go do stuff there. And we lost Nate. And oh, we Nate, did. Nate, he's going Nate. to check out the Teamsters. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> I gotta go. I, I, I gotta go look up what a Teamster is. Teamsters. But it's 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 got like uh, you know there'll be like thirty to fifty vendors there. Super quick, five hours. You know, nothing nothing crazy. Not like uh, not like uh, what you guys went to this weekend. Uh, you know, just super quick in and out one day. Um, those are nice sometimes, you know, and it's, it's all Funko stuff. And if you don't have Funko stuff, yeah, you know, you can't, you can't do it, but it's free. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, they do have VIP tickets available for 10 bucks, uh, and they get you in an hour earlier and all the money goes to, uh, the children's hospital. 
Um, they got a lot of dope silent auctions. It's how I got my uh, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive Ron Swanson proto uh, for an insane price there because people are cheap. And... um, (laughs) But whatever. Yeah. Score what, for you, man. <laughs> right. You, the kids got 200 bucks and I got a pro. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Nate uh, got a blue screen of death. So I don't think he'll be back on. So he it's will say that, goodbye uh, to Nate. Nate. Bye, Nate. Nate Bye. Bye. Um, you guys are also doing a lot of cool stuff on your Patreon. Right. You, you're. Uh, oh, maybe Nate is back. Hey, Nate. Oh, hey, there's Nate. He is I'm retiring. back. <laughs> So you guys are doing a lot of cool stuff on your Patreon that you released recently, right? You got some different tiers, including we got like different tiers. We Patreon got, exclusive episodes. We got we do two episodes a month. Uh, you can get them on the Patreon, uh, patreoncom pops, Of course, um, the uh, rattlesnake. I don't know what that I don't was. Know, like, <laughs> like plastic uh, bag, maybe. It was very. It, it was the dog had a had a, a plastic toy and it was shaking its head. <laughs> what a, um, uh, up until recently, we had a tier on there for $500 a month where you get to pick pop out of minor Josh's collection and then you get to keep it and uh, we can't rebuy it for a year. And uh, as soon as we both got Mouse Rat Andes, that got pulled down. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that, but that totally makes sense. And good yeah. call. Especially Before someone for, figured out. Yeah. yeah, especially when I the thing I got coming next yeah. week. I, I did not want that to be a thing. No, no, that that's be, the one that you don't tell anybody that you have in that collection. I, I know, right? Well, you gotta you gotta put it front and center. You wanted something that fancy, right? It goes especially in, when you got it from a mystery box and you didn't, you know. It's true, and you didn't get metallic wheeze. A lot of people would love a metallic wheeze. Uh, no, there's going to be a lot of them on eBay really soon <laughs> if they're not already there. It's what is it? Metallic wheezes, Busby, Pillsbury Doughboys, and Diggler, Dirk yeah. Diggler, whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, John uh, Diggle. John from Diggle. Arrow. Yeah. John Diggle and, uh, from Arrow. Uh, <laughs> Dirk Diggler. Wait, Dirk Diggler. <laughs> wait. So you, I had to say, like you mistook. John Diggle and Dirk Diggler. <laughs> well, who's Dirk Diggler? Is that a real guy? Oh it's that yeah, Mark Wahlberg movie. He's from Boogie really? Nights. Oh, yeah, that's, Nights, yeah. that's Dirk Diggler is the dude. <laughs> yeah. from oh, you gotta. Yeah, he's got that's a special. Good to know. He's got yeah. a special talent. Yeah, he has. Yeah, it's um like bull. Uh, yeah, I'm like bull. <laughs> Surprisingly, we haven't got uh, Boogie Nights pops yet. Oh yeah, I, w- I wonder why. That. I wonder why. Maybe that's why. Burt Reynolds, come on. You got People Burt Reynolds. You got. Uh, you got uh, the elephant. Pee Wee Herman uh, is in there. What's his name? Paul Rubin. Uh, Mark Paul C. Riley. Yeah. John C. Riley. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen it. Big surprise. Yeah, Larry, like I said, hence we're rad, making right? a podcast of you seeing shows for the first time. Yeah, Put it on the list. Of it. The more I think about it, the more this is necessary. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, just pop question, right? Like, uh, you got, they finally made the Office Pops. The Office Pops finally came out, which is cool too, right? So many. It, oh, it's crazy. Like, I feel like, all right. So I feel like the, one of the big questions is always Parks and Rec or uh, The Office, right? Which one do you like more? Parks, Parks and Rec right. got like just yeah. a couple. Yeah, me, me too. But um, yeah. 100% Parks and Rec. Yeah. But uh, 
but we only got a couple Parks and Rec pops, and there's already probably more The Office pops, and they just came out. Like I'm, I'm a little sad as a Parks and Rec collector. That's um, a right fan. Yeah, like there are, yeah, yeah, but the Parks and Rec one, always. they're harder to get. That's the thing. Oh, they're <laughs> super. Yeah, I mean, there, the there's going to be 83 man. complete Parks and Rec collections in the world. Yeah. You know? So yep. well, here's the thing too, I, and not to not just with with pops, but I I feel that like the office, in terms of just general like merchandise, I've seen way more office stuff than I've ever seen yeah. Parks and Rec stuff. It's true, and there are more like I mean you you could do other variants for Parks and Rec, but like like Prison Mike, um, Prison Mike, Goldface, right? yeah, those there's Goldface. yeah there's some that Goldface. were just easy, yeah, yeah. So I I don't know. We'll see. I, I think Office is going to be big for them, and maybe with the success of the Office wave, uh, maybe they'll make a second Parks and Rec wave because that 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 first wave of Parks and Rec was way bigger until it was, uh, yeah. you know they they cut three of them. I think they yeah. cut a they cut an April Ludgate chase, and they cut a Ron Swanson chase, um, and I, I think they cut a. I was going to be? Was Ron Swanson going to be a Duke Silver? It, I, either Probably. Duke Silver, Silver or him in his red shirt after he, uh, you know, oh, yeah. yeah, got some, yeah. yeah, donuts go nuts. <laughs> yeah, that one's an, that that one feels like an easy easy chase. Yeah, that's, that's an easy, yeah, that's an easy chase to make. Um, so I was gonna say, so you got the office. Like, what mm-hmm. is the one thing that's on your want list that Funko hasn't made yet? Do you, do you have a new number one? On uh, they they did Community, which yeah, what it, it was up there. Uh, yeah. Which I never thought they would do, but it's 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 probably now thirty rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, thirty rock to complete the Thursday night NBC lineup. Uh, either that or um, How I Met Your Mother, because I still I still love that friggin' yeah. show. I watch it at least twice a year. It's on Hulu. Not now. mad about the ending. No, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with the ending. She she, she he. Ted should have never ended up with uh, the mom that I forget her name because you only learn it for two episodes. Uh, and she fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part. And they're like, oh, nine years. Here's the mom. Two days dead. Dead. No. Don't I. It's a fake person. <laughs> Still sad, man. Still hurts. Fictional <laughs> characters. <laughs> but yeah, cool. that's... Uh, you know, it's. I wish I had something cool like you know, hey, it'd be cool if they did Scott Pilgrim versus the World because it's my favorite movie. They did them, then they keep doing yeah. them. Uh, I mean, honestly, one of the answers would probably be another mainline Scott Pilgrim wave, so that it's not, uh, you know, so I'm convention. Not, I'm not super familiar with Scott Pilgrim. I've seen it. Uh, like, are there that many characters that you could do like another four or five? Yeah. You could do another 10, oh, okay. 10 15. Cool. Cause I feel like there's a ton, right? Like you said, it's been forever since they had an actual mainline wave right. that you can get at the normal stores. And it's always been ex- like con exclusives, but yeah, that's, that, that would be cool. Yeah. I um, think there were only three mainline in the rest. Oh, really? It was Scott wow, Ramona and knives. Yeah. And the rest yeah. have been, uh, con exclusives. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. That's pretty crazy. That's like the only line that's like that where uh, the easy to get ones, right? They're non-exclusives. There are only three. Right. I, I, I can't. I don't know of another line that's like that. But Probably not. 
It's, I mean, like you said, it's because Brian Mariotti likes it, so they keep cranking them out, which is what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, which is great. It's, at least, at least they're getting made. Like right. that's what that's what it looked like they were going to do with Parks and Rec for a while. Um, but then, like we haven't. They had the two since, exclusives. Yeah, yeah, but it's been like a year since we've gotten uh, a, a new Parks and Rec exclusive. So. It's been yeah, it's been yeah. over so, because SDCC, it was, right? Yeah, SDCC last year and Emerald City Comic Con before that. Yep. So uh, it's been over. Oh, you're maybe New York. We'll get lucky. It's getting close. It's almost time for New York. New York announcements. It's got to be soon, right? It's in October. Yeah. They denied us press passes again. Yeah. Uh, Same. <laughs> <laughs> so we won't be going <laughs> one day. So well, fuck it, those guys. Yeah, screw those guys. It uh, it really sucks because uh, the Javits Center is only a five hour drive from us. Oh, it's wow. not a eight hour plane ride. <laughs> You know, waking yeah. up at 4 a.m. to get to the airport, like I mean, uh, that's that's us to San Diego. So I didn't I didn't realize like my I don't know my East Coast geography is so good. I didn't realize you were so close. So yeah, it's because uh, we went to Toy right, Fair cool. last or oh, this yeah. year, and it was it was honestly like a four and a half five hour drive. It's uh, uh, pretty nice. Doable. Yeah, yeah. It, it's doable in a day. You know, you can yeah. just go. Yeah, okay. You don't have to think about like, oh, if I drive, I have to get a hotel and park halfway and all that bullshit. Oh, we got to rent a car. Yeah. We're both, all three of us are going to fly in different because that's what happens with uh, me and Josh. We fly in differently because uh, it's because you know, reasons. Yeah. We got to make it difficult on ourselves. Yeah. We can't make it easy. <laughs> so do you, I know of one event you want to go to. Do, do you have any other events coming up? Uh, besides, hopefully, this Hollywood store opening, whenever Funko decides to announce when the grand opening for that new uh, California store is going to be. If I don't get to go to that uh, HQ thing, dude, opening. It was supposed to be like October, right? In, yeah, we're in what, August. No way. I've seen pictures of it. People keep walking oh, by oh, it and okay. taking pictures. Not even close. I mean, they don't have walls up yet. Oh, wow. Okay. They are hiring uh, yeah. for the Hollywood store. Uh but I, I can't see it being up by October unless they're, you know, cranking out overtime hours. But yeah, um, that, it's, that's, it, it's LA. They ain't paying for overtime hours. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> the labor that, laws in California. That's the really the only thing until um, next Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, cool. Yeah, there's we, we don't hit a lot that much. It's usually Emerald City and San Diego. Fun days if we get tickets. Yeah. Uh, but other than that. Yeah. And the random stuff, right? Because you guys were at a Dallas Fan Expo. You, yeah. You went to Toy Fair. But, yeah. right, it's not. I think those are more just, hey, let's do this. Right. That's, than, that's than like, uh, hey, I don't have to plan three months ahead of time to try to get a press pass to this. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you just go, you know, you, you, you call up New York Toy Fair and you're like, hey, can we get press passes? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> it, honestly that easy. <laughs> Reminder know. to Nate. New York Toy Fair. <laughs> We're on the second half of the year. It's getting close. It's it's a lot of fun Nate's there. Nate's frozen. Uh, <laughs> Nate's really thinking about it. No, Nate's frozen. <laughs> thinking, if the other thing, Nate is thinking real hard about this fucking He's discussion. so frozen. Look at him. That's frozen. perfect. That's awesome. Look at Nate. <laughs> Nate, I the thinker. Screen, I kind of want a screenshot. Oh, I'm just done. It's, of, it's been of taken. Thinking of thinking, Nate. <laughs> it's been taken. That, that, that is, is awesome. that is very meme worthy. 
That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, wow, he's really into this conversation. I realized he hasn't blinked at all. <laughs> he's stroking his oh. beard like an evil man. Well, he came back. He came back in momentarily, and then he's gone. I love how his, he said he just sent a text. His laptop crashed, but it didn't like disconnect him. Oh, from, oh, oh there, there he goes, Nate. Speak of it the devil. Disconnected from the chat. It just left him in. All right. So, um, good good there. talk, Mike. Thank you very much for for coming on with us. Thanks for uh, having me. Yeah, no, no problem, man. Like, uh, I'm glad Josh couldn't be here. He really yeah. uh, pulls. He really pulls down a party. Uh, no, Josh is a good guy. No, he's uh, not. Uh, <laughs> um, that's what they say about me too, so it's, it's fine. No. It's true. Just kidding. Um, so where where can we where can we find you guys online? We're talking pops on everything. We uh, we we made the decision to try to get all the social media handles before we even pick the name. So we uh, we uh, you know. Almost every social media you can think of, we're talking pops on there. Uh, talkingpops.com, uh, podcast.talkingpops.com will take you to literally any podcast player y- you use. It'll automatically bring us up in that podcast player. Um, Very cool. Yeah, because right, you guys are on everything. You're on Spotify, Podcoin, SoundCloud, I think, every, everything. Santa, De- Deezer. Uh, that's a new one. It is. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it just these came are out. like like these nuts. Yeah, like these nuts. Yeah, these nuts. <laughs> that's yeah, that's new favorite. Hell yeah. That is now my new favorite podcast to have. <laughs> yeah. These nuts. I'm still a fan of the old pod knife. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pod knife. I still, I still, I still love when we get the random like you are now on this podcast player. Where like I don't know who you are. Thanks. You, you you guys get the scraper emails where they just yeah. scrape everybody's RSS yeah. feeds to get the emails. Yeah. And they're like, I really like your podcast. What's yeah. the name of it? That's what I always email yeah. back. And then you never hear from. <laughs> yeah, no, the, thanks for having me. It's, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Always love being on. And now I don't have to listen to this episode because I lived it. <laughs> yeah, <nice. laughs> we just oh, no. an hour and 18 minutes of your life, even right. though you're here with us at one o'clock in the morning crucial listeners <laughs> i'll still download it that's all that matters that's all, that all matters. we care about um cool well we were lucky and we got sts guys on twitter we got sts guys on instagram but we got the sts guys on facebook because somebody stole just plain old sts guys uh so after you go follow talking about it's some church it's, it's some church group yeah. It's like oh, a, really? it's, it's no, no, student no, no. it's no, student that, to student ministries podcast that hasn't done an episode in like forever years. Yeah. You yeah. should be able to claim that. You we should might. be like, listen. I think I think we we know a guy. We know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Mike. We're gonna work on that. Um, but check us, I, 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 check I, us I, out I, and all that stuff. Follow talking pops if you love pops like we do. They're awesome. It's one of my favorite really? podcasts. I forget. I wish I remembered when I started listening. It's been forever. Uh, but it is the first podcast I listen to every week on the way to work. Um, I appreciate it. No problem. Um, thank you guys for giving me something to listen to every. It's Tuesday mornings for me now. Jeez, uh, oh, we gotta we gotta start releasing on Saturday then. <laughs> <laughs> Messing up my schedule, man. Um, all right, we're good. What what do you do? Do your thing, Jeremy. All right. So for Wait, I what we what what podcoin. 
Shoot oh. me. Like, we're fucking missing shit here. <laughs> it's I late. Cannot, I cannot, uh, it's I late. I know, I know Mike's tired. I'm tired. I don't think you guys did a week thing either, right? Yeah, at the beginning, Game On Expo. Yeah, that yeah, was I it. didn't have a week. It was had a boring week. It was a yeah. subtopic. Yeah. It was a subtopic. Was, we kind of planned it to be not kind of shitty. So it, it's it's good. We'll move on from that. Larry, do your fucking shill thing. Go to shoemestore.com, buy some Funko Pops, enter code SDS, guys, save 10%. 10, 10, 10. Uh, and then Podcoin, that is my favorite podcast app that Mike from Talking Pops actually told me about. Uh, if you go sign up for Podcoin, it's the podcast app that pays you to listen to podcasts. You can listen to all your favorites. You can listen to SDS guys. You can listen to Talk Pops. You can listen to Pop Collectors Alliance. You can listen to DC Figures and Collectors Rules podcast. We're all on Podcoin. Podcoin. It's the it's best. It's the best. Showing like a speedy villain. All Ooh. right. <laughs> so, Jeremy, take us out. For episode 96 of the SDS guys, I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. And I'm Scott. And for Nate, goodbye. And I'm Nate. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye, everybody.